30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Where has the summer gone? School starts at the end of this month. Let me help you get ready. Hi, this is Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty, inviting you to enter my back-to-school sweepstakes on Sheridan Media. It's your chance to win $250 in chamber bucks. You can buy clothing, merchandise, and supplies, all from local retailers. Enter the back-to-school sweepstakes presented by Mandy Coltisco with Century 21. Enter every day through August 16th at SheridanMedia.com. Have you got your dancing boots ready? It's rooted in Wyoming's 7th Annual Farm to Table Dinner, Dance, and Auction with live music from Shot in the Foot and Tencent Stranger. On September 23rd, local chefs will work together to create a paired and plated menu straight from our fields and farms to the table at Born in a Barn. With the Standish Family Fund match, your hard-earned donations will be doubled. Now that's some generous neighborly love. Seats won't last long. Visit rootedinwyoming.org under the Farm to Table tab for more info. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. You know the drill, when one block opens, one must close. Which means Dowda Mandel is open and Grinnell to Brundage is now closed. So keep an eye out for new detours. Grinnell Plaza parking has been temporarily restriped to better accommodate traffic accessing that block. Space to turn around will be available at the Main Street intersection. The sidewalks are open and businesses are accessible. But keep in mind, as the project progresses and we upgrade the intersections to meet ADA requirements, it will be necessary to temporarily close portions of the sidewalk to allow for the concrete to cure. Watch for pedestrian detours. Questions, comments, or concerns? Give me a call, 674-2356. Thank you for your patience and understanding. the final days of Moss Holder's Living Room Upholstery Sale. Now's the perfect time to update your TV room, sitting room, or living room with a brand new set from Moss Holders. Choose from a wide in-stock selection or order in a customized piece in your favorite fabric or leather. Whether you're needing a large sectional, a small sofa, or just an updated look, Moss Holders has choices. Don't forget to ask about 12-month no-interest financing with approved credit. Moss Holders Living Room Upholstery Sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. A happy Monday to everybody. This morning, I am joined by the Executive Director, of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns, Christine Dietrich, Resource and Development Coordinator for Habitat, Dan Alsop, and new Habitat partner family, Whitney Kessner. Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. Hi, Floyd. Now, uh, Habitat held the annual Women's Build on August 1st through the 5th. Uh, if you listen to the show consistently, we talked about this quite a bit. This build offers women an opportunity to learn new or show off their skills in a safe, supportive environment while also contributing to a great cause. Dan, how was the turnout this year? 
Floyd, we had a we had a great turnout. We had about a little over fifty women participate. Uh, it was kind of nice. We had a break every now and then, so the construction crew could kind of regroup since they'd never uh, been involved with something like that before. But uh, they did great, and uh, um, we got a lot of we got a lot of we started with a slab on Tuesday, and by uh, Friday we had all the exterior walls up and started sheathing. Uh, unfortunately, we got rained out saturday morning or we got to reschedule that but uh it's just amazing the progress that was made uh on the on the build it was it was fun to see and our, our homeowner came out a lot and uh it, he was excited to uh to see the progress and see everybody so it was it was it was a good 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 week you know when you when they all kind of show up on site is it uh a couple groups this day couple groups the next day and then you just go through a quick class this is what we're going to be doing this is how you do it yeah yeah our our construction uh pat supervisor he uh, he kind of checks out who has experience with tools or running the tape measure reading plans and stuff and uh just to get a feel and then they they walk up to this site and and he you know trains them on some safety things on uh, especially the nail gun and then uh and people just it takes about 15 minutes and everybody just kind of finds their groove and and eventually you know some people are a little weary of using the nail gun and saws but um you know the the construction crew doesn't they just keep their hands off and let let the women do the work and you know sometimes you after you know some of the people they're a little scared of the nail gun but then you can't get it away from (laughs) at the end of the day they're all pros right (laughs) Uh, it's just amazing and and you you, they they give them the quit you know some safety and and this is how you do it and and kind of watch and and you just stand back and and it's really great and they i mean we put up you know three walls one day oh wow yeah yeah we we put up one wall the first first crew and then the second did two and the next one did three and and they just really and sometimes it's hard to get them to stop you know to let the next group in so (laughs) (laughs) well they want to get stuff done you know uh, let me finish just this one section yeah you know just need another hour or two Mm -hmm. i think that's amazing yeah you know christine think about how many bathrooms are being remodeled and how many how much stuff's being done because of the things that that women have learned at these builds and they're like you know I'm tired of waiting around for the husband. I know how to operate a nail gun now. Uh, Have any of these women caught you on the street, saw you socially, and said, hey, that that day really helped transform what I do at home? Oh, absolutely. And I think that that inspires them to come back to the build the next year. And we, we had a woman out on the build this year who had on one of our original Women Build t-shirts oh, from fantastic. years ago. And she really stepped up in her leadership role on the job site, helping those who were a little uncomfortable with the work to be done, showing them how to do it and coaching them through it. And um, she could do all of the things, reading the plans. Uh, all of the work for that day she was an expert so and that's what we like to see um, repeat builders repeat women coming out having a good time and then stepping up into those roles where they take ownership of the work for that day absolutely and that uh, that word right there means so much uh, whether it's on this job or any other job ownership you know a lot of pride goes into it when you when you're able to drive by and say you know what I helped build that I did that. I put up that wall right there that you're looking at. It's pretty amazing. I got some funny stories about a nail gun and a former boss of mine. I'll tell you offline. It's, uh, yeah, pretty funny. Anyway, all right. Now, when you guys work on these homes, 
is the women's build focused on one home that we're putting up at the time, or do we have other ones kind of like in a funnel that that we work on a little bit here, a little bit there? Yeah, it depends on, you know, the, the, the homes. You know, we might have two homes and one, you know, going up next to each other. But this one we had just once. We just had a foundation with all the all the two by sixes and two by fours and plywood and and by the end there there was no piles of everything that's it was amazing. all all up on the side so yeah <laughs> that's great we to almost hear out, almost ran out of materials uh now when will the build be next year the build next year we've already set the date it's going to be july 30th to august 3rd that week and we will open registration uh at the probably the first of june first of june yeah maybe even earlier but no later than the first of june so folks if you missed it this year or if you just want to take part in it again next year first of june next year go ahead sign up get in there uh put a wall up for a family i think that's amazing now we are joined by the new habitat partner family whitney kessner whitney how are you Good, how are you? I'm doing very well. Now, for those who don't know, Whitney does work here with us. I do. Uh, you're an ad executive upstairs, aren't Marketing you? Marketing consultant, yeah. So you're, you're kind of used to having the microphone. Yes. Just um, not live, Maybe right? not live. I've <laughs> recorded ads, yes. Now, uh, where did you grow up, Whitney? Uh, well, I was born in Gillette. Uh, we were there till 97, and then we moved here to Sheridan. So I've been here for 26 years. Wow. And yeah. and how did you grow up? Was it any kind of ag background at all, or was it more of like uh, kind of living in town type of deal? Well, we had ranches down um, in Wheatland, Wyoming. So we had a couple of those. So I got to do brandings. We got to do that when we were kids. That was always fun. Um, and then we actually grew up kind of out of town. It was like out Big Goose here in Sheridan. So we were still out of town, not quite in town yeah. until I was an adult. And now I live in town. So, but yeah, no, it was mostly out of town and I grew up on ranches. So, I mean, I did everything when, when I was a kid. I even helped my dad build some houses down in Wheatland. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, he had a little kind of a business with a friend of his down there. So I've done a lot of different things growing up. What took you to Habitat? Um, a friend of mine actually told me about it and cause you know, everything is getting more expensive and it's, it's tough, uh, especially being a single mom with two kids that you're pretty much raising on your own. Uh, it's hard to buy a house right now. So, uh, my friends, you know, you should sign up, you should do the application, see what you, what, you know, if you can get in and surprisingly, um, they accepted me the first time that I did the application. So wow. I didn't have to do it multiple times like some people do. So that was that was really awesome that I got accepted right away. And how long did that entire process take uh, to your memory? You walk from the time that you walk through the door to the so, time that you put the key in the door to the house. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, November of let's see here, twenty twenty one, that I got the application. Um, turned it in. It takes a little while for them to, you know, they have to review a bunch of them. So it takes them a while. Um, and then last summer, they called and said that I was accepted. And they were building in Ranchester. And, you know, I kind of wanted to stay in Sheridan. So I was yeah. patient and said, you know, I'll, I'll wait till you guys are back in Sheridan again. So once they were back in Sheridan, I got a call 
few weeks, couple weeks ago, and they said, you know, we have a house. It's ready. You know, it's starting to get the foundation poured, or we'll have the foundation poured. So we were pretty excited. So it was about a, almost a year and a half process, but I'm patient. So did you drive past? Like, I've as gone soon out as there. you heard it, you were like, I'm going out yep. and looking at it. I've been out there twice now. Once with, uh, I took, went out and just checked it out. And then I took my grandparents out there to go look at it because they were interested in seeing it. And I'm sure me and the kids will go drive out there once they come back from summer vacation. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, is it, how long until the house is, is ready to go? So we avoid putting timelines out there because anything can happen in right. construction Rain, all kinds of stuff yep. I, I mean absolutely or things like market changes uh, but our average timeline is 12 to 18 months from start to finish and we are at that process as whitney said where we will have a foundation actually we're we're on pause we have two guys out at the job site this morning i left my phone in the car because we're on <laughs> a live radio show but we're going to be looking out for a text from them um on if it's being poured this morning or not and if so we'll head out there and check it out so we're hopeful that we have some good news and a foundation and some fun pictures to share with Whitney later today I do like that you don't give dates because you're right you know you guys have experienced supply line issues you've experienced weather and you don't want to make a promise to a family and then all of a sudden have to say wait we we're gonna have to hang on on this for just a little while longer Um, now Whitney if someone out there is listening that may be in a similar situation a lot of single moms out there uh, I was raised uh, partly by a single mom partly by a single dad you know so if they were in this situation they've tossed the idea back and forth what would you tell them um, I would say at least get on their email list um, just because then they'll send you the information and what they have going on and you know like they said their volunteer work so I would say just at least get on the email list you know so if you are thinking about it or wanting to be on that you know or eventually just do an application that's what I would do because they'll send you all that information through your email internally how does this feel knowing that you won't have to worry about this situation again uh really exciting actually me and the kids have kind of lived in a small townhouse they were smaller when we moved in but um they're nine and seven now so they need more room yeah (laughs) we need more room to be able to play around and have an actual yard and not because the the townhouse we're in now it's you know it's pretty small it's it's okay for you know for us three but it's just we need we need extra room as they're growing they're getting older so it's i'm really excited about it fantastic now how many applications do you have waiting right now christine you said uh, before you when you and i talked there is a waiting list i mean it's Yes, we do have a waiting list, and that was new for us. And, and Whitney kind of spoke to it earlier, too. We had a higher volume of applications and those interested than we had ever had before. And um, so we had to, unfortunately, have a waiting list for the very first time. So there are five on the waiting list right now. The email list, we do have an inquiry list that we keep, too. So if you want to be on the inquiry list, we uh, we gather your contact information. And when the cycle opens, you're the first to know before we make it public. That way you have time to gather the information that we ask of you um, for the application. So uh, you can do that by calling our office, 672-3848, talking to Dan Popple. 
the other Dan in the office. <laughs> the he's other a, Dan. He's our new homeowner services specialist, and he's a great source of support also and in answering any questions that anyone might have if they're interested in applying. Now, Christine, correct me if I'm wrong, but this whole journey for you started right where Whitney is, correct? Yeah, so it always <clears throat> is definitely emotional for me uh, because, you know, 2011, I was exactly where Whitney was. And it's always interesting to hear what led families to Habitat. For me, yeah. it was my mom. She had heard an ad on the radio, uh, told me that there was an information um, meeting at the library, told me to attend. I attended. I filled out the application right then and there. There were board members and staff who were there to help you um, through that process. And uh, from there, just kind of left it in God's hands. I had no idea what would happen. Um, I, in my own kind of uh, self-sabotaging mode, thought there's other families who could use this more than I or who deserved it more than I did. So I wasn't very hopeful. And so then getting that call that, you know, you were approved. There's this home visit to schedule was just amazing. Um, Totally life-changing. So I'm super excited to see just where this leads Whitney. And I've worked with some amazing families during my time here with Habitat, too, who just come from all different backgrounds, have all different stories. No one family or individual is the same. And that's also what's so wonderful about this process is is the need so high. And also, it's not like a one-size-fits-all. It's not just one niche of person or family that's in need of housing. It's everyone. And everyone has a chance. And everyone deserves a chance absolutely now when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about this year's wolf creek wrangle this is going to be an opportunity for you to help out habitat for humanity and get a little run in more with habitat of the eastern bighorns right after this you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe at 103.9 fm shared First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Resource Council is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. The Sheridan Farmers Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmers Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Hey there, folks. Is your water well just not the well you want? Feeling like you're stuck in a drought? You tired of waiting for water like it's a slow-moving turtle? Well, lift your head up high and take a walk in the sunshine. Call 307 Wildcat Well Service, and they'll have water flowing like a river. They know where the good water is and how to drill for it. If your current well is leaving you high and dry, Google 307 Wildcat Well Service for water. Cool, clear water. 
Designing Dinner's Sagewood North Cafe has grab-and-go lunch specials for all your outdoor picnicking, camping, and get-togethers. Their tarragon chicken stuffed avocado salad and fresh dill potato salad are perfect for a light and refreshing meal. Need to bring a side dish to an event? Pick up some homemade pie made with love and the freshest ingredients. Designing Dinner's Sagewood North Cafe has everything you need for lunch or dinner. Visit them at designing-dinners.com and on Facebook to see the full menu. Did you know that Sheridan has some of the most advanced surgical technology in the country? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's state-of-the-art Da Vinci Robotics System allows our highly trained team of surgeons to perform above and beyond traditional methods, offering a shorter hospital stay, less pain, and reduced recovery time with a safe, minimally invasive procedure. Learn more at SheridanRoboticsSurgery.com. Sheridan Memorial Hospital, award-winning healthcare right here at home. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at Sheridan Honda Power Sports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Want to Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. Each month, I'll talk to a female guest who's an expert in an outdoor activity, and who knows, it might just be the thing that you want to try. She will share her experience and help us get started. I Want to Do That is sponsored by Canon Off-Road and will be available on SheridanMedia.com, WyomingPodcast.com, and wherever you get your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whining. This morning, I'm joined by the Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns, Christine Dietrich, Resource and Development Coordinator for Habitat, Dan Alsop, and new Habitat Partner Family, Whitney Kessner. Now, hosted by the historic Eaton Ranch, this is the country's oldest operating dude ranch, located right here at the base of the Bighorn Mountains. You're going to see the Wolf Creek Wrangle. This is a marathon for those who love trail running while also supporting an amazing cause. Christine, you and I have talked about this race in previous years, and uh, one thing that you always like to highlight, this is a trail run, folks. This is ungroomed trails. This is a challenge, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I love this race. I have no better words other than that, but I love this event. I'm a trail runner myself. I've been out and ran all of the distances with the exception of the 30K, which was a new distance we added last year. And now this will be my ninth year of leading and planning the event out there. It's it's amazing. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So that's one benefit to that. And then it is an adventure. Um, and you can't really get your mind wrapped around how difficult it can be and how adventurous, I suppose, it can be until you're actually out there experiencing it for yourself. I tell everyone if... Well, not if, but when you cross the finish line of whichever distance you choose, you will have bragging rights for life. Absolutely. You are literally, in a way, and I don't mean to embarrass you in any way, the poster girl for for this uh, this race. It's a big poster. It's one of my favorite. It's actually on the website. And it's you just out there trucking along uh, with your water source on your back. Oh, that's so funny that you noticed that. I, I'm not sure how many people notice that that's me in some of those pictures, but one of our sponsors, Sheridan Travel and Tourism, uh, they came out several years ago and, and took pictures of us running around out there. And so, yes, there there is me running out there. And and uh, it's it's 
it's definitely different being on the other end of planning and organizing it versus running it. Um, still equally as uh, as fun. Um, but uh, I do kind of miss being out there running and surviving with all of the other trail runners out there. <laughs> When's the last time you get to run it? Oh, my goodness. Before I was hired at Habitat. So, like I said, this is my ninth year of leading it. So, prior to that. Um, oh, you haven't gotten to run it that long? No. I mean, I do go out there and I mark the trails for right. the event. Well, I guess so you just, yeah. So, I do get to go out there and, and hike and flag and spray paint and all of that <laughs> um, with with other great volunteers. And so, that's fun. And Jeff has always said I could go out there and run um, in the off-season after guests are gone and before hunting season you know really gets into swing out there but i haven't i haven't held him to that yet so yeah maybe someday i'll get to actually run with the other runners um it's not gonna be this year now let's talk about these trails a little bit you gave us a brief description it is an adventure when you go out there what do you remember what year it was you know all of them are starting to bleed together for me now what year was it there was like a landslide Mm. But it wasn't going to be removed. You just had to uh, adapt and overcome. Oh, my goodness. I don't remember which year that was because it has been over 10 years of Wolf Creek Wrangle in my uh, memory bank here. But, yes, that's exactly it. Those trails are ungroomed trails. They're they're not open to the public for an event like this except for one time a year for the Wolf Creek Wrangle. So those trails are mostly seeing, well, bears. There's, there's bear sightings out there for runners. Not last year, but the last couple of years, there were definitely bears on the trail. Horses, uh, maybe some cattle. Uh, random ranch guests who are hiking around, but nothing at the volume of 100-plus runners out there. And so there are um, certainly a lot of obstacles to be aware of. And if you're a runner, you'll understand this, but there are times where you kind of zone out. You get in the groove. You've got a good pace going. Maybe you've got a good song on. You get the runners high, right? Yeah, and you're just like, yes, this is amazing. And that's when you uh, all of a sudden will be eating dirt. (laughs) And I know that because that's happened to me several times out there. So you just have to always be aware of your surroundings and never take anything for granted and um, have a good time. And I have some videos, and and they might still be lingering out in Facebook land because we do have a separate Facebook page for the event, Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run, so definitely check that out. But I did take some videos last year when we were marking trails of just some really – interesting fun sections of the trail that you have to bushwhack through and (laughs) and it's just so much fun and and jeff you know uh jeff way out at the ranch um i don't know if he sees this for himself but he definitely wants it to be a challenge for runners he wants this to be an unforgettable experience for everyone out there and and so it, it gets western yeah i like i love it it gets western this is uh this is a wrangle not really run. This is a wrangle. I really like how you you kind of define that. Is this a solo event or can I register a team? So this is a solo event, but we do have several different race distances. Five mile, seven mile, half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, and then the 30K, which is 18 miles. And that is a new distance that we added last year. Um, one thing I'll just note that adds to the difficulty of this race is it is 
uh, I would say unsupported in a sense. There's there's no nutrition other than Tailwind, which is a sponsor of the event, and, and that's just an electrolyte that you put in your drink. Okay. Um, you have to carry your own water source. Um, we do have water at the aid stations in Tailwind, but that's it. If you want to pack in food, and you should for these longer distances on a trail, that's all up to you. So essentially, when I say it's a survival race, it really is. you got to dig deep because you're on your own to kind of make it through, bring the materials that you need, bring the supplies that you need, and um, see what you're made out of. And, you know, these endurance races are, are pretty hot. People really enjoy getting out there and pushing themselves to a limit, don't they? Yes, absolutely. And and it's kind of funny. It's a mixed bag for, for folks if this is their first Wolf Creek trail run. Um, for some people, I think uh, they don't take me seriously when I say that it's hard. And so some of the commentary after a race will be, wow, that was insane. <laughs> um, I will never do that race again. <laughs> that, that's my husband's words. Um, I will never do that again. And then he did, you know, a longer distance the next year because that's just how it goes. But, um, oh, my gosh. it, And I don't mean to scare anyone away, too. Really, it is fun. It is an adventure. You will love every minute of it after you have hated every minute of it. And you'll come back next year. Yeah. It's one of those situations where uh, you get out of it what you put into it, right? If your intensity level is high, you're into it, you want to make a good personal time, it can be a really intense challenge to go out there and hit these ungroomed trails. And, and But for the individual casual runner, you want a shorter distance, I imagine it's going to be a little bit easier. So, yeah, and we have a lot of people who come out every year and hike the five-mile or even the seven-mile distances. We have a, a back-of-the-packer group who will hike and and they have a good time. So, I mean, really, it's for, for everyone from the hikers to the I'm going to PR and see, you know, how much grit I have to achieve this uh, goal of mine. Um, and we welcome everybody. You know, this is kind of like, uh, what do they have that our own personal little uh, Spartan type of situation here. You can go out and you can really test your endurance while at the same time. You're helping Habitat for Humanity right here in our own community. Exactly. And I like the way that you phrase that. So it's a Wyoming Spartan race, really. And and yes, 100% of the proceeds benefit Habitat for Humanity. And we've been doing this. Dan and I were trying to figure this out 14 or 15 years of this event. And all of the funds raised help us with our current construction projects. And we have three homes under construction uh, currently with more foundations to pour. So every little bit counts. And and when you register to hike or run this event, you have the choice to add a donation on top of your registration fee. We have sponsors who really help us get this race off the ground, literally. And so there's tons of opportunities to either be involved or help us raise money um, as we start building homes. Now, when it comes to registration, what is the registration cost? What are we looking at for that? So $40 for five miles, $50 for seven miles, $60 for the half marathon, and $70 for the 30K. But those are early bird prices. Prices are going up on the 20th of August. So you have less, a little less than a week to take advantage of those, and then they go up by $10 each in each category. So if you want to save some money, um, register now. Also, there are limited spots. So if you are taking your time, um, you might miss out. So you you do want to register soon. 
um, as soon as possible. And one more time, let's go over the exact dates of the race itself this year. So it is September 16th. It is every year it's the third Saturday of September. So we'll do packet pickup at the Best Western um, the night before on the 15th. So we have swag bags, we have t-shirts, we'll get everyone set up and and ready to roll. And then the 16th is race day. And one more time, where do I go to register, make that registration? All the information that you're going to want and need can be found at runwolfcreekwrangle.com. You can also, as I said, check out our Facebook page, the Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run, and request to join that page. And, and we also do some fun giveaways and things. So you might want to check that one out for sure. But you can register at runwolfcreekwrangle.com. It's been a pretty busy summer. We're kind of coming out of a very busy time of year if if i'm a business i haven't got all my sponsorships lined up yet i want a sponsor is there room oh yes of course we will not deny you uh, because this is a fundraiser for habitat for humanity so we have different levels we have a ranch hand level at 250 we have a cowboy level at 500 and we have a sheriff at a thousand and so thank you to sheridan media for being one of our top sponsors for this event we certainly appreciate y'all here and helping us make this happen but we are still seeking other sponsors just to help leverage that as you know it doesn't come cheap to build a home so all of our sponsors are really important in not just making this event happen, but in making homes for families such as Whitney happen. Now, when uh, when I want to go ahead and register as a sponsor, do I just contact you? Yeah, you can contact me. Uh, you can contact Dan, too. You can call anyone at the office, and we would be happy to help you. But I am uh, listed as the um race director for the event and i do have some volunteers who are helping as well but yeah call us and we'll get you set up with whatever level works for you works for us is there anything else you want folks to know about the wolf creek wrangle this year Oh, my goodness. Um, Really, it's just a fun time overall. So even if you want to come hang out for the day, we have a pizza's food truck out there. We're going to have some music out there. You can come cheer on the runners, hang out on one of those lovely rocking chairs and on the great lawn and cheer people on. Bring some signs, bring your family and um, and hang out. So this is really becoming quite the event, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. And like I said, it's one of my favorites. I always have such a good time. Uh, It's a fun race for one. It's a challenging race, one of the hardest races that I've ever done. And I I won't say that I'm an expert, but I've done quite a few. So this definitely ranks up there as one of the most difficult. Um, But yeah, it really is a good time with good people. Great habitat people, great volunteers, search and rescue, shared and nursing students. I mean, we just have a whole collection of people who really rally behind us in making this event happen. I think it's great. I, I love promoting this one every year. It's one of my favorite events that takes place. Uh, some of the stories that you and I've talked about and the challenges that people have to face when they're out there running. It makes uh, makes this run an adventure. Christine, Whitney, Dan, thank you all for coming in this morning and speaking with me on the show. Thanks, Floyd. Thanks, Floyd. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Andrew Cassidy from the USDA Natural Resource Conservation Service. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Shared. Are you tired?
tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Have equipment that works as hard as you do all year long. CNB has a wide selection of compact utility tractors that'll help you get the job done. During CNB's summer blowout event, you can get your own compact utility tractor for zero money down and zero percent interest for 84 months. Whether you're mowing, tilling, or thinking about pushing heavy snow, a compact utility tractor is versatile and can help you with any task. This zero percent zero money down offer won't last forever. Visit the team of experts or check out the inventory online at DeerEquipment.com. That's D-W-E-R-Equipment.com. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Fresh Palisade peaches and pears from the Sheridan Sundowners Lions Club can be ordered at Third Thursdays in Sheridan or by contacting the club at sheridansundowners1 at gmail.com. 20-pound lugs are $40 for peaches and $30 for pears with arrival in early September. Proceeds from orders help fund vision screenings, eye exams, glasses, and even operations for youth and needy residents in Sheridan County. Also join the club for the main event Gravel Grinder, a fundraiser bike ride with 25, 50, and 80-mile lengths to choose from. For more information, visit maineventgravel.com. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. August is back to school, and it's time for parents to celebrate and treat themselves. Parents deserve that. Why not treat yourself to our great end-of-season deals? All dirt bikes, ATVs, and side-by-sides have been discounted just for you. Is financing available? Yep. Can-Am extended their 1.99% financing through the month of August. And because it's back to school, when you purchase a new Power Sport, you'll get a $100 gift card to Foot of the Bighorns and Sports Stop. Visit Sheridan Power Sports and purchase your new off-road vehicle today. Welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For my next guest, I am joined by Andrew Cassidy of the USDA, Natural Resource Conservation Service. Good morning, Andrew, and thank you for coming back to see us, my friend. Thanks for having me. This is great. Now, earlier this month, the Sheridan Conservation District and the Natural Resources Conservation Service hosted the 2023 Working Lands Workshop Series. For those who may not know, what is this workshop series? So this is a, a, a fairly new venture for us. We're with a bunch of partners. We are trying to uh, put the, the heavy lift on on uh, an annual workshop focused on working lands, conservation, um, 
and and all things in that realm in terms of uh, livestock management and uh, soils and uh, water quality, how to how to mesh all of those things and and achieve that sort of synergy of of uh, when everything's really popping together. Um, we had a great speaker this year. Um, Nicole Masters is a is a New Zealander by by birth. Um, but has kind of landed in the Livingston, Montana area. Um, she has a, a really unique pedigree in terms of uh, uh, some educational background, uh, some soils background, and, and a lot of time uh, working with, with landowners uh, to kind of mesh those two, and a, a real ability to link uh, what we're seeing above ground with what's going on below. Now, when it comes to soil health, uh, unless you're kind of a rancher or a producer, a lot of people might not know what we're talking about. For sure. No, and and, and truly, and, and even in uh, the agricultural and agri- agronomic realms, um, soil was an afterthought uh, in, a, in a lot of cases for, for many years. It was even thought of as sort of just a substrate for to put our plants in. It was just there, right? And, right, right. And it's uh, the the reality is it's a it's a vastly diverse uh, living organism, I'm, I'm consisting of, of a multitude of organisms from large to small, bacteria uh, to nematodes and worms and and uh, protozoa and fungi. Um, you know, there there's some research uh, you hear about every now and again that has determined some new world's largest organism is some sort of a fungus, a soil fungus, wow. uh, on the order of, uh, you know, the big aspen groves that you get to look and realize genetically this is one individual. It's uh, amazing. Yeah, it, it's it's mind blowing because it's something that uh, for you and I it's it's just dirt and we <laughs> track <laughs> right, it in yeah. on mom's floor and uh, get get hollered at. You, know? <laughs> you made pies with it when you were a right, kid. Right, right, and and uh, you know. It, Lots of folks uh, in the in the gardening realm and the ag realm know about uh, you know your basic f- uh, fertility elements, nitrogen and, and phosphorus and potassium. Um, sometimes there are some other some other micronutrients there, but uh, those things are all uh, present in in almost every soil. But but their availability is is largely dependent on the biology of the soil and 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 what. Uh, what things are going on, what what the makeup of that biology is, and, and uh, how, how active or not active it is. I mean, so this is a real science. We've, we've gotten to the point where you could dedicate a career to studying yeah, truly, soil. Truly, truly. Though it's, for me anyway, and, and maybe not for someone who, who is uh, more educated in it, um, but it, it, there's some art to it, too, yeah. in terms of uh, being able to read and understand um, and and sort of uh, nudge, I guess uh, you know, thumb on the scale in a certain certain direction. You know, the bacterial versus fungal sort of uh, balance in a soil, and what that means for for nutrient availability and productivity. Um, you know, it, um, in in the West, we're we're real dry, and so we talk a lot about how much moisture we get. Oh yeah, uh, uh, but the soil and the way you manage your soils is is uh is largely uh how you determine how much moisture you capture because if it if it i mean think of a parking lot if it if it lands on the parking lot and runs down the drain we haven't caught any of it it's gone yeah you're right and uh if if our fields are like that um 
even to to a partial extent, we're we're missing out on potential. And we get uh, what we got during the Great Depression. We got a dust bowl because yeah, we exactly essentially right. Right. used you, all that up, right? Yeah. And you hear crazy things um, that seem crazy in in context today, but at that time certainly didn't. You know, you've got to plow it to bring the rain and things like yeah. that. You yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, in the world. <laughs> but I mean, like these things were beliefs at the time, right? Yeah, we didn't we didn't know, and and there was some you know certain circumstantial evidence that maybe tipped somebody in that direction, and uh, and that away they went. Uh, you know, uh, on two instances, I've I've owned a home. Uh, when I bought those homes, both yards were nothing but barren, hard surface yeah. dirt. I mean, they were nothing. And I spent years uh, cultivating both of these. And, and I'm proud to say both of these locations now have a lush, beautiful lawn. Right. Because that's what I wanted. Sure. I mean, I wanted right. grass. And, right. and I've always been someone who uh, liked big yards, and I blame that on my dad. He really took care of his yard. And so growing up buying these homes and you see just this barren, hard surface dirt, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to go out there and break. I didn't have any equipment. I was doing it by hand. And uh, that was some of the most satisfying work I've I've ever done. I loved being down there. There's research and I I don't know the details, but but there is a, a biochemical payoff in the in the brain for having your feet in the dirt or your hands in the dirt you know the the smell of that dirt uh, combined with physical exercise i mean it, it's a huge real thing for uh well-being I, my wife actually at the time sent me a little kit so that i could grow grass yeah over in the desert when i was in iraq <laughs> it was great it yeah. was great i had myself yeah, I a little it. portable lawn yeah. that i could pack yeah. around well, there really is something that you get out of that yeah and so much i mean it, it, so much of it is related to water but uh you're really sort of uh trying to create an environment where those things are encouraged uh um you know the the water makes it happen. I mean the difference between a desert soil and a and a you know the corn belt where they get thirty inches of rain a year and and uh, have to worry about things like too much water. Um, yeah. Um, but you know you and you I'm sure you've seen the difference in in those scenarios when you start digging into that hard pan uh, dirt. You don't you don't see worms. You don't see nothing. Plant roots. Uh, nothing. And so uh, you know the. The water is the the first key, but taking advantage of the water we get and keeping that soil covered, um, keeping it uh, with a living root in there because that plant is is uh, encouraging the microbiology around it. It's it's very much in a symbiotic relationship with the fungi and soil organisms. Um, you know, when you pull up a, a plant, you can you can see the degree to which it's it's in communication with the soil biology by how much soil is stuck to the roots that and not and not the clump of uh not the clump of dirt that comes up with it but actually stuck to those roots because those plants are are uh shedding carbohydrate sugars uh mm-hmm. as a as a trade disease for uh other other nutrients that, that the biology is able to give and uh in the in the case of the the fungal hyphae, that that web of of fungus that goes out into the soil, that can be very far away from the plant root, and it's in communication and sharing sharing resources 
the the fungus often is providing water to the plant while the plant is exchanging for sugars it's absolutely amazing the yeah. relationships it, that we've learned and we take for granted yeah uh, we i mean it you don't think about it you count on it but uh it becomes important when we when we think about practices we do um you know, uh, whether that's uh, tillage and farming, you know, cultivation or uh, herbicides or um, irrigation, uh, traffic or livestock that could be influencing compaction, those sorts of things, uh, or uh, anything else. I mean, there, there are places where... Uh, human waste is applied agriculturally i think that's probably never a good idea um yeah <laughs> um it, just because of the other things you get in terms of uh pathogens and and pharmaceuticals and heavy metals and those sorts of things but uh you know um uh you know in in lots of agricultural systems we're using uh animal waste as as fertility for crops and and trying to manage that in that way so that it's a closed loop um we've got we're making something out of that you know because it is a resource we've got we've got nutrients there we've got uh, phosphorus particularly um nitrogen of course but uh, phosphorus is of, of concern because it's very mobile um in the in groundwater so we want to be careful about that it's not put in an area where it, it leaches to groundwater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, phosphorus is one of the key uh, components in what you hear about in terms of algal blooms. Um, uh, the uh, Nitrogen has a role, too, but but the phosphorus is very mobile. And so um, it's, a, it's a risk factor that we assess when we're helping to plan these uh, ag waste management systems is where we're putting that. Andrew, if... And there's a farmer or producer out there right now, and he says, you know, I am having a little bit of trouble. Can he contact your office Absolutely. to have you come out? Yeah, yeah, we'd love to love I, to help out. I only got about two minutes. How do they do that? Um, uh, you know, any any of the USDA service centers across the country, across the state, would be a place to go. Um, our office is in the Cottonwood Center here in Sheridan. Um, and uh, um, just drop in or give a call. Um, uh, Google can find us real easily. Um, and this but, is at no cost. Yeah, no cost. I mean, your taxpayers are already paying for for that. So, so um, you can just give your office a call, yeah. and I've got professionals that'll come out yeah. and help me out with my soil. Absolutely, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's it's one of the the great things that we we can do, and one of the things that uh, I I think is wonderful about USDA is that we're we're ready to uh, to put those resources to to work for you. Um, whether, whether you're uh, a homeowner or a, or a farmer, rancher. Oh, so like yeah. even if I'm trying to bring my lawn back to Absolutely. life, yeah. I can give we, you a ring. Yeah, indeed. We, we do more and more of that, and that's kind of um, the, uh, the present administration's push is uh, urban agriculture, that uh, uh, as, as the world grows and we, we need to make use of those uh, uh, food systems in our, in our communities as well as in our uh, farmland, ranch land. I think that's fantastic. So if I had a garden and I needed your help, I'd just give you guys yep. a ring. Yep, we've done a lot of that in recent years. Andrew, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to have to have you back again every time I have you on the show. Oh. You and I always engage in some great conversation. My Soil pleasure. is so important. It is. So it important. Is. It's uh, dirt when it's on your mom's floor. Yep. <laughs> Soil otherwise. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Shared.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sherta Media as part of their community commitment. The Potter River Basin Resource Council is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Tom Kraft, owner of Legacy Diamond and Gems here, announcing the sale of a lifetime. Legacy Diamond and Gems remodel sale is now in progress for a limited time only, with fine jewelry throughout the store up to 50% off. That's right, up to 50% off. We need to reduce our inventory to prepare for our total store remodel. For the best selection of fine jewelry at up to 50% off, hurry into Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it exactly how you want it? That's right. It's time to spruce up your home. Are you thinking about a countertop remodel in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom? Or adding a custom stone bar, outdoor fireplace, or hot tub with beautiful stone surrounds? Sheridan Custom Stone is here to make it a reality. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project. The Y.O. Theater celebrates the 100th anniversary of the opening of the original Lotus Theater with a performance of The Y.O.'s new Vaudevillians, Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. This event will feature the new Vaudevillian band, accompanying an impressive cast of local talent performing a variety of acts from comedy and magic to singing and dancing. There'll be giveaways and fun the entire evening. Tickets are available today at the Y.O. Box Office or online at yotheater.com. Active Good of Sheridan presents the 2023 Sod Farm Festival fundraising event, 3 p.m. Saturday, August 19th at Greenside Up Sod Farm. Bring your lawn chairs and blankets for a fun evening of local music. Enjoy food from Stoked Fired Pizza and Beano's, as well as drinks from Luminous, Sheridan Liquor, and the Colombian Coffee Guy. Advanced tickets are $25 at sodfarmfest.org or $30 at the gate. Proceeds benefit Sheridan Foster Parent Exchange and Sheridan High School Band. This event is sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan.